Have you ever been working on a two-hour task and have had a 30-minute or a 15-minute interruption just ruin the entire two hours? This is a real phenomenon. You're not alone. Engineers deal with this all the time. And here is going to be five key points that you need to deal with this and also to understand why it's happening. Stay tuned. This is the Engineering IRL Podcast, a place for engineers in the real world. We try to break down engineering concepts and figure out how to apply them to real life. Let's become better problem solvers, better engineers. This is your host, Andrew Sario. Let's begin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sario Dev Show, Engineering IRL, where I take you through engineering concepts and teach you how to apply them in real life. Today's episode is Revision 32, and we're going to go to a topic that I've been fighting quite a lot recently. It becomes very relevant for you the more and more you get responsibilities as an engineer, and hopefully kind of fighting through this will help you out as well. So the first thing is I'm talking about managing multiple projects in your time as an engineer, basically how you schedule. And for a long time, that wasn't too much of a struggle. And um, basically what you would do is you'd, you'd manage your task list, you would understand all your milestones and your goals, even between multiple projects, and essentially just make sure they get done. It's not too hard. Now, more recently, I have been seeing uh, a lot more struggle with that. And I was trying to quantify why, why, why is that the case? And many parts of that could relate to new goals, new personal, personal schedules conflicting. Perhaps you're a little more stressed. Perhaps you have a little bit more work, uh, things like this. But one thing that, that matters is understanding the different types of schedules. And upon my searchings, I found an article that was written in 2009 and it was called the maker versus manager schedule. And it's actually very relevant. The maker um, was defined in the article as kind of like uh, software programmers and writers and kind of creative workers. But um, when I read all the descriptions, it's pretty much uh, engineers, particularly when you're doing design work as an engineer. But actually, um, it, it applies to the engineering profession overall. So that's the type of person that's a maker. And a maker schedule is more like you would plan your time in blocks of half a day for example, maybe or a day or multiple days, it's it's larger blocks of time that you need to do a task, right? You need to sit there focused and just do this task and then you'll get it done. And if you have an hour, for example, just to do a job, or sorry, if you have an hour slot, you may not slot in some of those bigger jobs because you know it requires more than an hour and there's no point starting it there. And this is definitely true for engineering and particularly in my field, but um, well, this should, be, uh, this should be relevant to all the fields because even if you're just checking documentation or checking someone else's work, that might require, hey, I need a two-hour, four-hour block where I'm just looking at this and just getting this done. Okay, and, and you've probably experienced it before where you've, you, you know, you, you've got a, let's call it a two-hour slot to do a job, right? So you have a two-hour slot to do a job and then, you know, someone or a meeting or something comes up that interrupts that task for half an hour. And you might find that you pretty much lost the whole two hours of productivity, right? Because one, it interrupts whatever flow you're working on. And so that work's broken up. And then you go, okay, I have to have this meeting. Then you break that up. Then you have that time where you're in the meeting. And then you kind of have to recover from that meeting. Not recover because it was so grueling and tiring, but more to get your mindset back to where you were. That might take another 10, 15 minutes. If you had the first 10 minutes lost of like, you know, 
of, of your mind and not focusing on the job and being on that, okay, there's a meeting coming up, and then the meeting, and then you lose another 15 minutes, you know, trying to get back to where you were, and all you have left in that time frame is that last half hour. Basically, these little things add up, and, and, if, you've, and if you've been doing creative work before or engineering work before or design work before, you'll know what I'm talking about. You may have experienced it. Okay, now here's the manager schedule. A manager schedule looks more like smaller one hour blocks, right? They might have a meeting here that you look at your calendar, you have like five meetings or whatever it is, or three meetings, and every hour time slot, you can slot in whatever it is you need to do, or you can, you can, you know, set up a quick chat with someone, or what, what do they call it? Grab a coffee or whatever it is, follow up a thing, make a call to someone. You just look at that calendar. If you see a slot, book in something to do, you know, roughly speaking. And it's a different, it's a different mindset. Okay, so you look at different, you're just managing a bunch of schedules, hour time slots. Every hour you got something new, roughly speaking, maybe two hours or whatever, but still you're, you're, you're expected every hour to, to do something and then move on. Because you've got to talk to different teams, you've got to talk to different people, managing customers, all that sort of stuff. It makes sense. So there's no, um, right or wrong way. It's more that there's two different types of schedules that have two different needs. And so this is why it may see, seem challenging if you're an engineer or if you're in a maker schedule that you've got scattered meeting requests and all this stuff from different you know, management levels or supervisory levels or whatever it is, but they're operating on a different style than you are. So what can you do about this? It's a bit frustrating. Um, well, the first thing is if you're aware of it, it helps a little bit because you, you kind of, uh, you can let go of the frustration of why, why, why are these meetings here and, and all that sort of stuff. They're meeting a different schedule and it's a, it's a meeting that needs to get done and that's the time when all people align. So it needs to happen. But they're on a manager schedule and that's why it's not so frustrating to them. Actually, actually it makes sense to them. And that's why it's more frustrating for you. So the only thing you can do, well, one of the only things you can do is if you can try to get, you know, make your available time for these types of meetings, you know, in a certain block. So say later in the afternoon, for example, or early in the day, but whatever it is, if you have like three throughout, scattered throughout the day, if you can have them kind of go back to back and then you can have a four hour chunk of time later to do your work, then that's one thing. Or you book yourself in for busy time, for example right? Because you're doing this one task and you lock yourself away and just get this done. That's one way you can kind of compromise between the two schedules as a maker, as an engineer. Now, this is not the whole story because on the other side of it is once you start becoming more senior and more, and you gain more and more responsibilities, you might find you actually have to handle both types of schedules at the same time. That in itself has its own challenges, particularly if you didn't know there was a difference and you try to make things work and they used to and they don't now and you don't know why, which hooks me back into the beginning of the episode. It was without this distinction, which made it difficult. But prior to that, finding these categorizations, um, that someone nicely pointed out you know, 10 years ago, is that I was still making headway into trying to figure out how to make that work with other techniques, although they were more focused on a manager style schedule, which is the only one I really knew. You might have to hear me out a little bit on this because most engineers, when they hear what I'm about to say is like, that's stupid. And how I break down my schedule is now it's more of a case of if it can be done, uh, if it's a 15 minute task, 
it goes in this it goes into the schedule it's a 15 minute task it goes into the schedule if it's less than you may not because it's becoming a bit too too much detail but I'm reaching the point where I would put in a five minute slot. Now that may seem impractical, but what I do with my schedule is you kind of, you, you work with two things. You've got that initial task list that I was talking about at the beginning, and you know roughly how long t things take, and you just shove it onto the schedule and you just give it up at home, right? And then you, you, I mean, you have to make your assessment on what's, what's the priorities and things like that. But what you do is you give it a home and then you have roughly speaking what you would want to work in. Also, because you're an engineer, you may uh, make your tasks too thin, you know, not enough fat, add some fat to that. Maybe even like, even add that extra 15 minutes because you know you might get interrupted or you know you might like decide to get up and get some water during that or someone will ask you a question. Just build in that buffer, 15 minutes additional to whatever that, maybe that two hour task is a two hour and 15 minute task, block it in. And then you start to see if your day would even fit, but that's fine. And then if something changes, you say to me, well, something changes, well, you just make that adjustment, put it on there. And then that other two hour task doesn't mean you have less time to do that two hour task. You shove that down and it becomes later. You shove that two hour task 15 minutes later, if there's a 15 minute interruption to quickly fix something and you put that quickly fix something in there, you quickly put that 15 minute fix in there or whatever it is, and you shove the two hour task down by 15 minutes and it does a few things. One is it shows you the priority. Was that more important or should I have said, let me do that after this two hour chunk? And it also says that you initially said that this task will take two hours or whatever it is. And a 15 minute interruption, I mean, it's respect to that task taking two hours. It still is going to take two hours. That didn't go away. If you beat it, you beat it, you're done. You slot in the next smaller task into there, you're done. So there's no harm. And the other thing is, as an engineer, you have you have the data. So no one can tell you that this should have taken this long or this should have happened or whatever it is or why or what or how. You have the data to say otherwise. You have the data to say otherwise. If The only reason I'm harping on the data of your day and your hours is because if I can't get convince you as an engineer to kind of sort this out because you, you're on top of it, maybe the data side of it entices you. You have solid data and when you're in charge or when you get to decide how long something should take, or you're in charge of someone else who says it takes this long and you knew it was felt shorter than that, you have data to say otherwise, right? You're not guessing how it feels. You have actuals. And if you're an engineer, you like that. You like actuals. I know you do. So it's 15 minutes, it goes in. If there's a change throughout the day, you quickly add it in and you shovel the toss around. It's very simple. And then to make your brain not spit out, you just, you don't reschedule the whole day, uh, the whole week. You just shove everything out into overtime. And then what you do is you have to have a task at the end of the day or at the beginning of the day, which reassesses what the calendar looks like. So if you had all those overhanging tasks, they go into the beginning of the next day now, or you try to reprioritize or whatever, whatever it is. You might say, oh, but this takes so much time. Like, you know, where am I going to book in the time to be booking in time? Where am I going to, you know... Like it feels unproductive. Well, it isn't. That's the first thing. It isn't unproductive. It is your time. And in fact, everyone teaches you, and you learn this in engineering school, is all the effort should come up in the in the design phase, in the earlier phases, to have least impact if there's an issue that comes up. So when an issue comes up in a later phase of the project, it costs more. And when an issue comes up, the same issue comes up earlier in the project, it costs less net right at the end of the day and so that's the same thing for your day right if your days are kind of taking control of you and you're just going with it what you might find is 
it's because up front you're not putting in you're not you know making that payment up front so it's less chaotic let's call it it's more chaotic because you haven't spent the time now there was a a nice little concept that I was told from a uh, a friend that's a like a, a financial manager. So he is very well within the manager schedule lifestyle. And the way he described it was for me kind of eye-opening because not only does the calendar that they have are booked in hourly slots and all that sort of stuff and basically weeks and weeks and weeks ahead have different slots chucked in is because if there's a conflict what they do is their calendar is also a public calendar it doesn't say the contents of each of the meetings but it gives other people before they book them an idea of where what they have on already and so they will request a meeting in a spare slot for example by looking at your calendar and go look at their own there's a spare spot book it in or make the request and then what happens is for now the person receiving that request they know it's already in a free slot they just hit accept done because they know for a fact they don't have anything else on that time if they have something and it's important it's already on there and now when someone makes a request when you already have something booked simple you can decline and you can send them that next slot and many times things that are urgent is like oh, you know what next week will work fine and then it's it's fine so it's not only the document for yourself it's actually a document for everyone else to fit around so it's an additional layer of communication so that's why it's very important to have it filled out as an engineer you might have two days blocked out to do this one task and so that doesn't work because they need to have the meeting those constant blocked out things just look inaccurate this important thing has to come in a request comes in or someone comes up to you and tells you there's a meeting and you have to go to it and because you have made that block like a like a specific block, you just have your day interrupted and all that stuff. This is how that this is how the conflict happens. This is not bad scheduling. This is just a misunderstanding of scheduling types. And then now with your awareness, you can kind of marry that together. Okay, so coming back to spending this extra time, I feel like you're not convinced. You're saying this is all well and good, um, but I'm not fully convinced that I'm, that extra 15 minutes at the beginning of day to glance at my my schedule is worth it per day. Actually. I'll give you a little story that may help. And essentially, it's a story about a, a, and this is from that same financial manager friend deep into the manager schedule type. The story goes like this. There is a wood chopper, right? The number one wood chopper in the whole place, big, brute, strong, can just consistently smash out good work. This is you, engineer friend. You're so epically an engineer and you're just constantly smashing out work because you're a machine and you get the most work done because you're just constant. Okay, so you got a big old axe. Here's a cheat. Chop, 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 chop. Constantly, all day, bang. Tree goes down. You win every race. Now all of a sudden, a less, you know, he's, he's not the machine you are. He's not the engineer you are. Smaller dude or gal, whatever you want doesn't matter goes in and their pattern they you know it's a race okay so all the woodchoppers line up you're the number one you do your normal pop, 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 pop. constant all day or day this newbie comes in and their pattern goes pop 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 pause pop 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 pause and so you think there is no way this other person's catching up they gotta take breaks in between and i'm a constant machine that conveniently rhymes. And then out of nowhere, that, that newbie, that lesser of an engineer, cuts down their tree before you. And you say, why? What happened? Well, that other person wasn't stopping for breaks. That other person was stopping to resharpen their axe. Resharpen their axe. Now don't get too defensive. I didn't know that was the rule. The point is, even with that gap or that loss of time that every engineer just doesn't want to lose, that is the time to sharpen your axe, i.e. 
make sure everything's aligned in a way that you can have the least interruptions in a way that you know what's coming in a way that mentally you can prepare when your block of time for actual deep work will happen uninterrupted and then also with confidence that all the potential interruptions of the day are nicely categorized into one place are nicely categorized into one place and that alone should make you happy okay so but the, okay so now the last part to tie this all in that is deep that is deep into manager schedule territory should i still be booking should i still be breaking up my day into 15 minute increments the answer is yes and maybe that i got to change the definition here for you a little bit so you feel a bit happier it's not that that you're creating 15 minute tasks for yourself every day don't get me wrong like I said, you're a maker, you're an engineer, you may need a six-hour slot. What I mean by if it's 15 minutes it goes in is that you have 15-minute granularity. Maybe there is a 15-minute interruption. Maybe there is a, you know, a, a subtask before the task. Say you have to configure something or set something up. There might be time to go and get the thing, right? You go and get the thing from some special location, from the store or whatever it is, and you put it on your bench, you find some power supplies, and you plug it in. I mean, that's a 15-minute task. Just chuck it in. You had a 15-minute break for coffee. Chuck it in for the data, for the stats alone. And then you just adjust the rest of the day appropriately. So now let me wrap this up real quick. Number one, maker versus manager schedule. You now have self-awareness about what that is and why some of these conflicts can happen. Number two, you now know that as you increase responsibilities or projects that you're going to be managing the two different types. And so you need to you need to find some consolation. You need to find some compromise to make that all work. Number three, you understand now when your upper management that are deep into the management style schedule seems to conflict with you. And actually what you need to be doing is you understand that they're just working on time slots. You can offer back alternative time slots that maybe is more back-to-back -back with other meetings you may have. Or if it really has to happen in the middle of the day, you know you have the two other chunks. Communicate this to your teams because then now they know you're kind of working on the schedule. You actually use your schedule and you actually maybe to your uh, management is, hey, I'm working on these four-hour tasks. I need to do it uninterrupted. No meetings during this time. Simples. So that was number three. Number four is 15-minute granularity or less. I'm going towards um, 10 now. And that's because I've made it work really well with the 15-minute. Gives me peace of mind. I'm a happy chap. Number five, sharpen your axe. Sharpen your axe. Yes, I'm giving you permission that it is more valuable to put that time up front to put the time in. Book the time to book the time. You're allowed, and it's more efficient, and it's a real task. So now that you're well-equipped with this new knowledge, you know, these five key points for you to improve all your scheduling, and it matters, it may actually trickle out and apply to your real life, which is a plus. You may understand the way you work in the first place, which is a plus. And you may just find when you finally transition as you get higher and higher and higher and more senior to a manager schedule that it's not as bad as you had thought. And then you may be, you know, may as a new manager seem to be more down to earth with the engineers and understand them more because you already put things in chunks. You already understand they're in maker schedule mode. You enable them to have a maker schedule. And that to me is very powerful because at the end of the day, teamwork makes the dream work. So with that being said, hopefully you have something here today and you gain some value. And I'd like to hear if you apply it to your, to your uh, engineering life, to your scheduling and see how it goes for you. And maybe you see some of these differences or maybe you have a different approach. Let me know. You can do it through the Facebook page. 
um, www.facebook.com forward slash engineer IRL, or you can go to the um, webpage at www.sariodev.com. We're also there, um, and I'll take in that feedback. Other than that, we're working on getting some sponsors for the show because this is free and I try to do it as often as possible. You may notice that there is no consistent schedule as yet, but we're working on that. And once I get some uh, sponsors, then that will allow me to put that into a schedule, right? A regular schedule, haha, which is the topic of today. So thanks again for listening and hopefully it helps you improve yourself as an engineer in the real world. As a little bonus here for you really keen engineers that are still here, I want to let you know where the 15-minute detailed scheduling came from because I told you at the beginning that the maker schedule versus manager schedule is an article, is a concept that's been around since 2009. The breaking up your, your schedule into tiny bits I got from Jordan Peterson who actually schedules his time in five-minute blocks and he does heaps of lectures on this. You can just YouTube it. And... The reason why is, well, one of the points he says is you don't know how efficient, efficient people can be. And the other part of it is you're not making a prison when you're making your schedule. Schedule the day you want. What would be a good day? And you can apply, he means for your whole life, but let's say just for your work day. What would be a productive day? Schedule in the breaks, schedule in the five minute walk to, to exercise, schedule in the stretches, Whatever it is that at the end of the day would make you say that was a good day, good productive day, including I drank water, you know, all, all the things that you need that would be good for you. And that way it gives you more incentive to to write it and, and a different concept or sorry, a different mindset to how you approach your schedule in a practical way that can work. And this can apply as an engineer, I tell you, because even at a two hour task, you have sub mini tasks within that. And you can break that down even further and you can put that in. And you might go, I had two hours to configure this thing, for example. And at one and a half hours, it feels like I did nothing. Well, when you broke it down and you saw what step actually slowed you down, you just have a document, you have a document. And you just need to type in a few words that triggers what the thing is. You don't need to write a story, right? I put everything in the subject for every uh, task that I'm breaking down at that level because that's the only granularity I need. So hopefully that helps you. There's a there's a credible person behind doing this schedule who does things super efficiently. And even if you look up hyper-efficient people, which I have been for the last few months, you'll see there's a there's a, a large amount that really do have a well-structured schedule. And I wasted a lot of time finding the perfect schedule type, but document don't create. Like Put it in what you think roughly would be a good day. You just chuck the tasks in. You edit it as the day happens. It takes two seconds to just drag a task down. Every time someone interrupts me for five minutes or 10 minutes, sorry, at the, you know, at that granularity you've decided as earlier in the episode, I literally drag down all the boxes for the rest of the day and I chuck in that 15 minutes just occurred. Talked to so-and-so and that's it. You don't need to justify or explain. You just chuck it in so you have an, so you have the data. 